All right, we're back in another exciting episode of JB Shopping Podcast, where we are fresh off of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, moving into Temple of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Of course, today, as this podcast is being released, we also have Indiana Jones and the Doll of Douchery, which was actually big in Disney World when I was just there. I didn't say I was in Disney World. I was in Florida. We just happened to go to Disney World a little bit. Yeah, so you just got back and Tom just left. Yeah, so literally we crossed. Well, we should have. I should have. Uh, should have been back before him. Yeah, but you had some uh, air problems. Air, air, air bunch air of air traffic problem. control problems. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it sucked. I mean, air. I mean, is it? Is it? You had said something happened on uh, Monday or Sunday where they were having a dude. The whole. The whole. Air, airline industry sucks, right? Well, I shouldn't say the whole. I should say my experience this year for flying is blown. Like, I at this point, we're driving down in four weeks or something like that. Four weeks. And I know for a fact they're reducing flights. They are. Which is crazy because you have uh, – my parents, they fly up here, and they were using um, – I don't even remember the name of the Price. airline that Spirit, they were using. No. Frontier. Nope. Southwest. Nope. United American. Nope. Uh, it's a weird name. It's like a small, small company. And they basically, they fly out of Fort Myers into BWI. Really? Yeah. And, and I keep wanting to say Anirondack, but I know that's not it. It's It's some weird name. It's a small company. Anyway, like they had a bunch of flights coming up here, uh, and it is one of the few places they flew out of. Now they're not even, they're going to stop flying out of Fort Myers, and they're only going to fly out of uh, another uh, Florida airport that's about two and a half hours away or some nonsense like that. So it, you know, they're they're cutting back, even they're cutting back, and they're a small airport, airport, air, airline. Jesus, that's. <coughs> Huh? It's not Anaron. I what? I cannot for the life of me remember. I I, I think I've seen it. <sighs> it's a small, small airline. Yeah. Like, like they, I don't know how many fucking planes they have. Yeah, maybe, but, a but few. it's not a lot. I know that they do about four. They were doing like four or five flights out of Fort Myers in the BWI really? every day, and now they've just cut it out completely. Cut out completely. They're not going to go back to Fort Myers starting in August or September or yeah, something we, like that. We fly. Mainly Southwest had the credit cards and all that. Yeah. Uh, but we did fly Spirit in May. We're going to fly back on Spirit in September. Uh, but as a whole, like we went down to, I don't know if I told you. Yeah, the kids are here temporarily. Um, I don't know if I told you, but when we flew down for the weekend in March, we were on Southwest. Flight was delayed by three and a half hours. Yes. And we got You didn't tell me this, but go ahead. Yeah, that was that was a shit show. 
Um, and if, if the well, audience would well, let's let's at least expand on that just a little bit. So it's you, your wife, and your three well, young children. Yeah. Well, this at that time was just my wife and I. We oh, we, this is the one for your your yeah, in March honeymoon for you. No, this was for her birthday in March. Oh, okay. Like we we, we were able to. It was our I first didn't mean honeymoon. I meant whatever, anniversary, anniversary. But it was her birthday. Yeah. Okay, it was the it. first time like. Away from the kids in seven years. Right. I thought so, that was an anniversary thing, but go. Yeah, that was a go shit on. show. I mean, the, the, the airplane, we got on the tarmac, out there on the tarmac, waiting for like 30 minutes. No, I don't say 30, 20 minutes. Yeah. And you know, after a couple minutes, you're waiting on the tarmac, you're not moving, something's wrong. Flies back to the gate, you know, they announced it's a minor error, not, no wor- nothing to worry about. Some guy comes on, they're checking some things. 45 minutes later, yeah, we got to disembark. Ugh. And it's like, we're fly- we're taking like a six, six o'clock flight. And we only have three nights to ourselves. And this is one of them. We were expected to get down there. Actually, it was earlier than that. It was like a 545 flight because we were expecting to land, drive to a restaurant, you know, enjoy ourselves. Right, right. So, you know, we go out to the the uh, the gate waiting to see what's happening. And everybody's panicking and all that. We're just like, give me, you know, of course it's going to happen. End up going to another gate to a different concourse, get lined up, go out to the plane, and we're not moving again. And after about 30, 40 minutes, they're like, yeah, they forgot to move the luggage over to the plane from the other plane. Oh, Jesus. It gets better. Wait another 40 minutes. I'm looking out the window like, I don't see anybody. Okay. So then someone comes on and is like, the luggage has been on the entire time. And the pilot was just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> are you shitting me? So we ended up being, we ended up like getting in at 12, oh, at midnight. Jesus. And that entire, like that shit show. Like instead of going to this nice restaurant and you know, having a beer with my wife, you know, and and getting up checking to find, some women's asses, checking out. some uh, women's asses out. I you only know, know that because of your wife. That, that, yeah, <laughs> she always gets them. Anyway, um, so instead of going to a restaurant, we're like driving around. This is the first time I drove a Tesla too, so I'm all like, "Oh shit!" You know, it's like midnight. <laughs> end up getting Wendy's, go back to the place, eat and pass out. So oh, yeah, we end up getting. Like four hundred dollars worth of flight credits for that. Well, that's a that, plus, that's I guess. Plus. So this past, and then we flew Spirit. The, the plane ride by, back was fine. That wasn't delayed. All right, flew Spirit on the way back from um, Orlando. That was delayed by like an hour and a half, two hours, whatever. Then in then this past time, it was a like supreme shit show. On our way down on the fourteenth. Now, this one is you and your the, wife and, and three small children. Yes, four, six, and eight, respectively. Right. And the youngest one, as you know, and the audience might. In curl, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. That's fine. I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm exhausted. Uh, and so are you, so we're, we're always exhausted. So this time, we're freaking <laughs> – This is I told you this on the phone. Flight was supposed to be at 6.20. And everything, I'm, uh, there's, this flight, there's a site called FlightAware that you may or may not be. It, like, tracks all the flights, tell you if they're delayed and all that. Before the airline even Thus tells the you name. delayed. Yeah, FlightAware. Right. Makes you aware of the flights. <laughs> Imagine that. Some intelligent <laughs> branding there. So, around 12, 2 o'clock, it's like, yeah, this flight's going to be delayed. So, instead of flying out at 6.20, we end up boarding the plane at, I want to say it was 8.30. Was it? It was a two-hour. It was a two-hour delay. So I guess it would be eight thirty. We start. No, no, eight something like that. Boarding the plane around then. Right. Get on board and we're waiting, and then all of a sudden they let a few more people on. One guy is clearly intoxicated. 
All right, this is after the delay, this two-hour delay. Go out in the tarmac again. Now, none of these are assigned seats. None of these are assigned. This is Southwest. Right. You know. What I generally do is because I have Southwest credit cards, I am like get like uh, four upgraded boardings with each one of them. So it's A1 through A15. So Mika and Kenji will go and save seats in the front of the seats. We don't check bags anymore. We just have our carry-ons, which allows us to get out of the freaking plane and just go right to the rental car. So out in the tarmac, next thing you know, shuttling right back into the, the gate again, again. The drunk guy in the back was causing issues. Remember, he was let on and he was late. So it took about 45 minutes to take care of that nonsense. Three hours and 15 minutes later, we, we uh, end up uh, leaving, touchdown around midnight again, get the, get the rental card. Kids are freaking exhausted, just exhausted. All five of us get $250 of credits for that nonsense. But this shit show really started this past week. Supposed to fly out Sunday at, jeez, uh, was that a 7.30 flight? 7.30 flight. As we're going through security, Apple Watch goes, ding! There's that ding. I look down as I'm lo- literally loading our bag onto the, the, the scanner, like the conveyor belt for the, the, the security. Flight's been canceled. I'm like, what? Like, what? I end up going to the gate. And there's a huge ass line. I'm like, yeah, it's it's canceled. It's canceled. So it turns out like there's some fire that shut down. I, I'm not even clear. There's a blackout, a fire, FA shut down, BWI, uh, Richmond, Dallas, Reagan. Great. So they, they rebook us. They rebook our flights to the following day, the following month, no, the following morning. Except they booked me on a separate flight for my wife and my three kids. I get a direct at 650. They put her on a direct, a non-direct that has a layover in Pittsburgh. They leave at like 7 and 30 and they get home at like noon. I'm like, I am not having my wife on a plane with my three young kids. So I talk to the, the oh, of course, the FAA situation resolved itself 30 minutes after it happened. So we could have delayed the flight by 20 minutes, taken off, everything would have been fine. Whatever. So we, since we were not able to be booked on the same flight from the get-go and there, all these people were missing their flights, the earliest flight we could be booked on as a family was the 9.30 flight the following night. Following day, it's like no big for deal. We, you know, townhouse, the kids are going to be missing soccer camp, vacation, Bible school, kind of sucks. One day, whatever. So as I'm working down there, get this ding again. Ding goes off. Like, what? This is around noon. Again, 9.30 flight. Ding! Your flight has been canceled. I'm like, what? Apparently, it was because of the weather up here. It's like, great. Well, hopefully, they rebook us on a flight there tomorrow. There was no problem with the weather There was up no here. problem. Not on Monday. Absolutely not. It was, it was, it was a bullshit. So, yeah, I'm like, okay, I hope they book us on the same flight. I go to look. I get a direct flight the following morning at 6.50. My wife gets a, and then the three kids get another f- different flight. That has a layover in Columbus, Ohio now. I think they leave at um, at like 7.30 and then I'm going to get up at noon again. It's, it was almost the same time frame. So I'm like, why did not they did not link us together? We end up having to rebook again 
since we weren't booked together and all these people that are backed up have to get flights the following day. Our flight was, I think it was at 9.30 again. It was the same time. Naturally, that flight was delayed by an hour. So we don't get in uh, until Tuesday, whatever we'd say, Wednesday morning at like 12.30. And the thing is, the airport um, arrivals was packed. What a shit show. What a shit show. So, yeah. But, again, we're, we're, we're going to be flying again uh, in September and again in November. Uh, the only good thing that came out of it, Paul, was that uh, with all those flight credits, our Thanksgiving trip is essentially was paid for. Oh, that's nice. You know, that's the only thing I can think of. The only thing that sucks, though, is I had to pay for two more days of rental. The kids missed two days of soccer camp and vacation Bible school. Um, Mika had a wasted day of work. So, but yeah, I mean, my experience with Southwest lately has been utter bullshit. So, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't fly, so I don't, I don't really have too many problems. Like, I think I've flown once in the last ten years. Sounds about Jeez, right. Really? Yeah. You just don't. I mean, you don't. Go to Ocean City for vacation. No. Just drive. Just drive. I don't go to Ocean don't City. Go. I don't go really anywhere. But like the, I went when my, uh, when my kids were down in Florida, I flew down to. I I drove down with my parents and mm-hmm. my kids, and then I flew back because I came back earlier than they did. Gotcha. No, I don't like flying. I don't blame you. Flying's a pain in the ass these days. It's not fun. Well, I don't even know the rules anymore, man. It's, it's I, I, everything is a just a fucking mess, dude. I mean, it's a mess. Deal with that. Like, the the delays. It's just it's flying ever since COVID has been shit, and that's before, and that's been since nine eleven too. Nine eleven well, ruined everything. Nine eleven made things a lot more difficult than they need to be. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because you have like these bullshit things that may or may not have happened. We don't even know if they happened. Yeah. We know that the, there was no fucking flights that blew up because of shoe bombs or, uh, you know, bombs in your underwear or whatever the fuck. Remember, yeah. there was underwear bombs. Underwear bombs, yeah. I'm surprised Under- they didn't have us fucking taking our clothes completely off to go through. Yeah, absurd. I mean, it, it, it's just the whole the whole thing is. <sighs> Okay, I I understand that everything was a little too loose, mm-hmm. but I don't know that it needed to go this far in the other direction. I, I think it, people were scared and they took advantage of it, yep. just like they always do. Yep. You know, this is another way to just push more money around because now we have to spend all this money on the TSA. Yes, which is and blah 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 blah. A bunch so, of people who think they're more important, they're, they're uh, using their positions of power because. They couldn't become a cop or go into the yeah, military. Yeah, this is it for them. This is this is the life. I, I don't know if you remember film. how many complaints there was the first year. Oh my! It was hard. It was terrible. It was everybody everybody's sitting there talking about how they're grabbing tits and yeah. ass and yeah. and everything. Junk it was and all just that. Ridiculous. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. Come over to this room. Take off your shirt. Let's take a look at this. <sighs> there, there was a tremendous amount of. I don't know how much of that is true either, but there was a tremendous yeah. amount of complaints. So it's been said. So it's been read. But anyway, um, any uh, oh, but one thing that did come up as you were mentioned before, I will say this for for flying is you mentioned UFOs earlier. Yep. 
before the show. Be- yeah. Before. I was reading something where, like, you know, if uh, yeah, there's rarely does domestic flight crash. But okay. you hear about UFOs crashing every other damn week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Wait a second Absurd. here. <laughs> it's it's they they managed to fly all the way here and then they just <laughs> fuck, get here and learn, forgot how to fly every other week too. Yeah, it happens all the time. Yep. Uh, oh shit! What happened? It, it's the latest in a long line of distraction, people. And I know that you know, even though I I <laughs> I, I like Tucker and I think he's funny. Mm-hmm. Um. And he went hog wild on on the whole aliens and and UFOs things uh, earlier this year or whenever the hell it was. So that kind of got everybody all worked up about Wound it. Wound up, yeah. And now you know you flash forward, and there it just feels to me like it's just a, another way to okay, look at this, look over here, yes. okay, look at the bunny, everybody smile. <laughs> I mean, it's just... It, I agree. It's the most insane bullshit ever. If there are UFOs, then okay, but let's let's be honest. Ain't no damn UFOs. You, you know, I, I, found, I saw a cartoon the other day, and it was like, you know, why is it that they traveled 63 billion miles to get here so that they could meet the, the dregs of society? <laughs> Seriously. And stick fucking tubes up our ass. I mean, it, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, it doesn't. The, the logic is not there. I, it, and if 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 you look at just the course of intelligent life and the the desire to enslave other intelligent life, sure. Why wouldn't they have done that with us since we're a lesser type? You know, there's a lot of just bullshit. You know, and of course, where's the proof? Where's where's the freaking proof? Elon, I think Elon Musk said something like, "Like we we would have found it by now. It would have been they would have been out. And if they had the technology to fly over here, they have technology to send probes over here too." Well, that's like the argument of, "Oh, well, we've had a crash UFO for fifty plus years." It's like, okay, <laughs> why do you think we have cell phones? We have cell phones because people took an idea, and the, you know, Microsoft it, it, and and other semiconductor companies. The whole concept was let's build a computer. Then it's let's build the computer smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And you get to a certain point where all the parts are so fucking microscopic in size. And as you're, as those pieces are becoming microscopic in size, everything that they power is more powerful and everything is, you know, a lot more. It, it, it just it's just that's how it happened. I mean, yes, you can make the argument that it took us forever to get to the first semiconductor. Mm-hmm. But then once you got to that first semiconductor, you knew what to do to move it forward. Yeah. And all it takes is that a redesign and then a test yes. and a redesign and a test. It's not as complicated. I mean, it, it's I'm, I'm not saying anybody can just build a fucking semiconductor. No. That's not what I'm saying. But if you know what you're doing, it's not that difficult. I worked in a semiconductor company. I was not a semiconductor manufacturer. I did not design it or anything to that nature, but I knew the people who did design it. Mm-hmm. And it and the things that we were doing was not magic. It's it's not some kind of no. UFO magic that we only got from them. It's like yes. no fucktards. I've met the people that made these designs. I know that the the technology got better because now we have more powerful <laughs> 
computers yeah. that were built on that technology so we could bu- build the next level of technology, yeah. Yeah. which eventually turned into cell phones. And it's not like we started with a smartphone. That could no. tell us and do everything. We had flip phone. We had Michael Douglas on the beach. <laughs> exactly. We had the big <laughs> cancer rod. Which they need to bring back. They need to bring those back, man. I, I, I don't know if I saw them. I want one of them. I really want a big ass phone that I can just walk around and. But my my favorite thing always is is the, uh, the fucking car phones. Yes. The car phones, especially the ones that look like they were dial, you know, rotary dial. Yes. In in yes. the old seventies yes. movies and shit. Those were great, but um, those are, that, those but movies yeah, are those, weird, but, yeah. you know, those cell phones have been around since the early seventies. Yeah, I mean, people don't know that for you know because they think, oh, well, it was Michael Douglas in nineteen eighty four, and that's when they made the first cell phone. No, they've been around since seventy two. Yeah, you know, and and even before that, you can look at what the military was doing with sat phones. Yes. I mean, they, they've been using sat phones. Satellite s- phones have been around for At least since the 70s. Yes. At least maybe even the 60s. I don't know because a lot of that stuff was confidential when it first came out. But that's the way we got all these technologies. Yeah. How did we get half the technologies that, that exist currently? Well, they built these big-ass ships that had to go out into space. And they had three people in the space of like a Yugo. Mm-hmm. And then they had to have all these buttons and shit to do all kinds of crazy nonsense. So all of that has to fit into this little tiny capsule. And we have to shoot them on rocket fuel that could blow up the world mm-hmm. into space. And then use gravitational pull. And you around. wonder where, oh, where did we come up with Tang? Well, yeah, there you go, buddy. I mean, it, it's not a hard thing to fucking figure out. We no, don't. We can't have liquid in space, so you got to have concentrated orange juice or orange drink or whatever the fuck tang is and i don't and know if that's i don't know what tang is either i don't uh, i've never really I, I don't think i've drank it since i was a little liquid little kid. cement my my uh my dad would always ship me goodies down the college yeah so i would get the you know the every three week goodie box okay and there was always like he would always go to costco <laughs> hey he would always go to costco and would get like the party size of everything or the industrial size and right. i mean there was this big cylinder. I mean, shit. You're talking about a rocket fuel a rocket that could send something in the. Sh- this was the size of one of them rockets. It was full of tang. <laughs> it was full of tang, and he would always give me like this big ass box of like Quaker quick oats. Oh, you know, just just massive ass box of quick oats. I could imagine just like snorting tang. <laughs> I don't know that I could drink tang. It's like pure sugar with orange flavoring and food dye. Oh yeah, it would blow your fucking skull up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, what are they, they used to do, uh, you know, a lot of kids, and probably including me, used to get those sugar sticks. Yeah. Oh. And then snort those Pixie fuckers. Sticks. Yeah, like Pixie you're sticks. cool. Like, oh. you know. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me burn my nostrils. <laughs> Your head feels like it's about to explode. Let me be miserable for the next three hours, but I look cool <laughs> doing it. Let me take this sugar, ca- uh, this sugar cigarette and blow into it. Looks like I'm smoking. Yep, exactly. <laughs> We've all been there, man. <laughs> Oh, I. Uh, by the way, uh, if you did not know, that's our new breaking news. Oh, um, okay. Th- you mentioned uh, distractions. Look at the monkey. Look at the monkey. Yeah. After we had that week-long distraction, the submarine, which. Yes. The uh, the imploding submarine. <laughs> Why anybody in their 
We <laughs> all live in an imploding submarine. submarine. Anyway, go ahead. This is big news here. Oh. Uh, right, after, right after that happened, we had the uh, Russian coup that lasted what? Less than a day. Less than a day. We, by the time we found out about it, it was over. Yeah, it was, it was, it was ridiculous. Like, uh, you could name a bunch of things that have lasted longer than that. Yeah, my wife's orgasms. My first wedding. <laughs> I'm gonna say, I, mean, I was going to say my first marriage. First but. marriage. <laughs> first wedding. <laughs> this is, this is uh, big news here. Russian President Vladimir Putin is allegedly considering veteran Hollywood star and Aikido expert Steven Seagal nice. as a replacement for beleaguered defense minister Sergei Shogu. Oh, for God's sakes. This is according to a number of Iranian outlets which reported the news on Monday night, apparently citing the Russian news agency Sputnik. This <laughs> is <laughs> so dumb. It's about the mutiny, though. Yeah, yeah. What uh, the fuck? Steven Seagal, one of the Russian president's most loyal supporters in the West, was personally appointed by Putin as Rus- Russia's special Second envoy. Second to only Trump, right? Second to only Trump, yeah, according to uh, <laughs> the U.S. in 2018, although he signaled a change to his role after Russia invaded Ukraine in 2022. Holy Christ. A number of Twitter, Reddit, and Telegram posts over the past few days made the sensational claim that Steven Seagal... The star of 1990s action blockbusters Under Siege and Out for Justice. Why is it fail to move like mention movies like General Commander and Walt Fire they Below? That's why. Was set to replace Fire Down Below. Shogu as the head crotch of fucking. the Russia Ministry of Defense. Marg Helgenberger. Things are getting serious. Putin has just named Steven Seagal as the acting minister of defense. Uh. Tweeted an unverified account of Luis Moreno. A former U.S. ambassador to Jamaica. The last time I heard, he wasn't even in Russia. I, I, he's got a ranch in Colorado and a house in Louisiana. Uh, yeah, and, uh, exactly. Owns some vineyards, vineyards in uh, California. Now he was in the Eastern Bloc not too long ago because he was, re- you know, making a bunch of movies that we reviewed. Go check them out. Go they're, check they're them fucking out. Fucking horrible. Yeah, they are. So, um, but but yeah, and of course that was brought to you by. Let me get this breaking news. Oh, brought to you by. Sorry. Thepin.com. Has he done an in, uh, write up about this yet? Thepin.com. Never Trump no. bullshit. Thepin.com. Never Trump bullshit. I think his buddy already dropped out of the race. Hogan? I think so. No, he's done. He's, he's, <clears throat> he's out there bitching about uh, the Santas now. Oh shit! We don't want that. That's uh, churches. That's churches. If you're curious about that song. Okay. All right. Well, it's a Scottish band. Sweet. Scottish techno, whatever you want to call it, band. Whatever. So uh, weirdly enough, I was watching AEW last night. Oh, you were? Yes. AEW Dynamite. Yes, that's on Wednesday nights. Yes, Wednesday nights at eight. On. TBS? TB, I don't or know. Or TNT? One or the other. I don't fucking know channels. Anyway, uh, so I'm watching it, and weirdly enough, there is a guy holding a sign in the front row. Do you want to take a guess what that sign said? Um, Batista likes fish sticks? No. Even what? better. What? Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Doom is the best <laughs> Indiana Jones no, movie. It's, no, they didn't. No, they yes, really? it did. That's awesome. <laughs> 
That's awesome. I was like, holy shit. I, I that's figured some timing. AEW would bring out the shit. Brings out the shit bag. Or it just actually just said Temple of Doom is the best Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, there's an AEW video game being released. It came out today. Oh, it came out today. Fight forever. It took forever to fucking release, too. <laughs> Did you happen to hear... Um, Do you... <laughs> half the people in the game don't even work for the fucking company anymore. Oh, really? You know, they've had to... Uh, that That's why it kept getting delayed, because... They had to keep changing people. Uh, when they start, let me put it to you this way. When they started, CM Punk wasn't in AEW, and Jeez. Cody Rhodes was. So that's how long ago they started this game. And according to them, this is an old-school-style arcade wrestling game. Okay. Kind of like the old THQ types Games. Okay. So you, you, the new ones, the 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 WWE ones, are all crisp and you know mm-hmm. nice and yes. clean. This is like one of the old school wrestlers, and it took them two years to fucking Jeez. release this piece of shit. So I don't know. I mean, I've heard it's decent um, from the wrestling sites, but of course okay. they're they've been you know gooing over this since they announced because it. that's what they do I'm, I'm 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 currently looking for but i can tell you they had a pay-per-view this past weekend it's it's called their for, their forbidden door pay-per-view where it's them and um new japan and goddamn man some of the best matches i've ever really? watched in my entire life like who was on do you do you uh... kenny omega and will allspray Put on one of the best matches. Is I've Will Osprey in AEW? Is he still? He's in New Japan. Okay. He comes over to AEW here and there, but he's in New Japan. Okay. Um, and then uh, what's his name? Um, Daniel Bryan's. Well, Brian Danielson That's right. is his right. real he's name. In, I forgot he's in New Japan. <laughs> he's he fought. Um, God damn, I can't remember the guy's name, but it. I you would know him if you saw him. He's he was like a big deal about four years ago. Like he was their best guy like four years ago before. Who's best guy? Uh, New Japan's number one guy. Oh, Okada. Uh, Okada. Or yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly who you're talking and about. And he, He's the good. two of them, He's good. Did a awesome match mm-hmm. where halfway through the match, uh, Brian Danielson broke his fucking arm and continued wrestling. You know how he has that that finisher that he does with the um where he pulls their head back. It's kind of um, oh yes yes yes. I can't remember the name of it because I'm not a wrestling aficionado. Right. But uh, he couldn't do it. His one his arm was literally broken. So he kind of maneuvered into that with his arm out there, and it was hurting him. You could see it in his face. So then he changed it where he basically bent Okada's arms backwards with his feet. And Okada fucking taps out real quick, and I think I think he really was hurting. No I mean, shit, it's, it's, really. I mean, there it was a fast tap. Like it's usually they yeah, he was when like, oh, it's no, going to no, no, go no. like that. It's it's it, it lasts a long time. It was a pretty. I mean, it was yeah. less than a minute, and he's tapping, and I'm like, oh my god, that's no shit. craziness. I tell so. I tell you, those those crossover matches, some of the best ones that I saw crossover wise, but now they were both signed to ECW. Was Mike Awesome against um, Masahiro? Was it Tanaka? Tanaka was a big name back then. Um, in ECW, some of their matches were phenomenal, phenomenal. But they had—I mean, they had everybody in ECW for a little while. Yeah, they did. Like all the—they had AAA. They had 
uh, WWE, WCW, like every time somebody was cast off from one show, they would go to ECW for a couple months before they would go to the other yes, yes uh, company. Yep. So it, it was lots of sharing. Yeah. Uh, and then you find out that, you know, Vince was kind of paying all the ECW bills for quite yes. a while. And <laughs> yes. it's like, you know, it, it takes away a little bit of the small time promotion aspect of it, it when you know that Vince was essentially paying their bills. Yes, sir. But yes, sir. Anyway, yeah, that was pretty cool. I saw the Temple of Doom thing last night. Good deal. And and their pay-per-view was phenomenal. And for WWE fans, they've got uh, uh, Money in the Bank this don't, weekend. Didn't even realize that. Don't yep. Even, yep. Don't, it's, don't. In, it's in um, England. Some, I oh, think, yeah? I think it's in the UK. WWE is a distant I, memory, I haven't watched it. Unfortunately. I mean, I'll watch the pay-per-views here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't, I have not watched a show since, well, what's his name's gone again? Roman the, Reigns? Uh, no, no, no. The, um. Brock Lesnar? No, the guy that I like, the goofy guy. Um. Doink? No, fucktard. Jesus. Do you watch Dark Side of the Ring? Yeah, I saw the Doink one. Uh, it was pretty good, it was wasn't awesome. it? awesome. That was one of the better ones. The Junkyard Dog was two nights ago. Uh-huh. That was pretty good too. I was a big, huge fan of Junkyard Dog. Bob was man. I got the, the, the that that figure. You know the figures. Yeah. The ones, yeah. I got the one that never moved. You know. Right. He was just like this or something. That was. Yeah. Yeah. He was. Um. That and then I watched the American Gladiators thing. Oh, how was that? It ended up being pretty good. I like I that. don't know why they were curving their language and the nudity and stuff. Like it's definitely a PG thirteen mm-hmm. watch. Okay. So you know you can't. You're not gonna have to worry too much about like young kids or anything because mm-hmm. everything's kind of curved. That's on Netflix, right? Yeah. It's um. It's a five parter, but the parts are not an hour long. They're like a you know. They range from like thirty-two minutes up to like fifty minutes or something. And like that's that. the old one with like Gemini and all that. Yep. Right? Yeah. They go through the whole setup, how it came to be. Gemini was the first. Oh yeah. Um, he was the very first American Gladiator, and then they talk about how they did the the f- first half of the first season, and it was a shit show. But then they, you know, got this core this company to come in and help them mm-hmm. and it, it that's what it when the second half of the first season came to pass is when they really got their shit together yeah and it didn't look like like it was tinker toys in the backyard <laughs> um and then of course they talk about the steroids and mm-hmm. they talk about um you know the groupies and you know the problem the, the the only sad part about it is is you know you're going to realize that a lot of your orgasms from a, a young age were un, um, unrequited because uh, there was a lot of gay women on that show. Really? Yeah, almost. <laughs> it seemed like there was more gay women than straight women. Which, really? I mean, fine. I'd, I'd still... Uh, there was lace. I, I don't want to say that this one was gay and that one wasn't. I, I, I know either lace and they had ice. I think ice was the gay one and she is still hot as balls really oh my god she's got her hair cut short and everything oh she's yeah if someone can pull it off hot as balls nice big tattoo on her arm which you know i could give you know take her go but Mm -hmm. she's still in great shape (laughs) like and they and anyway so it's worth a watch um i sat there and watched pretty much the whole thing in one sitting but uh 
you know, it, it was pretty good. I'm like, um, looking at the old picture of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had uh, – and they, they had all of them. They had oh, all they the had big a, names that's awesome. on there. Like, they didn't have all of the gladiators through all of the shows because mm-hmm. basically it went from being like six of them to being eight of them to being like 12 of yeah. them to being like 24 the of them. cadre of them, yeah. And so they had the original like eight Good. people on there. and Was it Malibu? Was it Malibu? No, it wasn't Malibu, but you, I, you, they definitely had that dude on there. He looks nothing like it anymore. Oh, he doesn't? No, like the surfer dude-looking yes. guy. Yeah, his – what the shit was his name? Um, it wasn't Malibu, but it's something like that. Is that that? That's them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it, and you know, it's funny when you watch him in the first season and how small they are, and then by the time season three comes around – they're all brick shit houses, and because <laughs> they're all just, <laughs> they're all juicing, and every single one of them's like, "No, we weren't doing it. We were doing HGH. We swear." <laughs> that's that's not that bad. Yeah, it's, that's essentially what they were saying. It's not that it, it couldn't be picked up on the tests at yeah, the time, so GH. that's why we were doing HGH. A lot of wrestlers did that too. It's like it's synthetic steroids, guys. It's yeah. the same fucking thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And they're all like, "Nah, we didn't touch the steroids. We just did HGH." And then another, and then um, the one dude who I always thought he was like an Indian, but he wasn't. He was half Asian, half white. Mm-hmm. Um, now I want to call him Rico. That's not his name. He was the second guy who was brought onto the show. Mm-hmm. He he had dark hair. Yeah, so like, okay. So anyway, um, he's sitting there like, "Nah, we were all doing, we were all doing steroids." <laughs> The whole time. <laughs> and he's talking about this fight that him and his buddy who lived together uh-huh. um, got into this big fight while they were driving down the road because he wanted to listen to I Like Big Butts and the other guy didn't. He wanted to listen to Country. So they start doing that whole thing where they're going back and forth between the channels. And then they start smacking <laughs> each other while he's driving down the road. And then they get out and literally just beat the living piss out of each other. The one guy bites a big ass oh, thing geez. into his cheek and the other one punches him in the fucking eye and his eyes all blown up. And it's, that's it's all. Just, I want to watch this tonight now. Yeah. And they have it all animated out. With oh like yeah. That's and shit. perfect. So it's that's, that's the whole the time they're doing it. The Ric Flair episodes of like, you yeah. know, behind the scenes or whatever. It's I really, awful. I really liked it. I thought it was really done. Well, yeah. uh, it's not great mm-hmm. but it's definitely very good yeah so yeah check it out if you guys have a chance i'm gonna watch that now i'm gonna be watching evil dead rise probably monday i've been holding off because sophie's out, out of town mm-hmm. and i you know she was gonna go see it in the movies and i talked her out of it um to wait and see it with me and now that it's been on i actually have it on 4k blu-ray and i and it's on HBO right now. Okay, it's on HBO. Good. Yeah. So I was gonna watch it, and then I'm like, ah, I can't. can't. I gotta wait till she comes your, back. Can't chew on your daughter like that. It's like I might just watch it and then watch it again when you come back. Yeah. She's like, that's okay. I'll just watch it alone at mm. mom's house. I'm like, all right. Well, no, no, you can't have that. <laughs> no, you need to wait. You have to watch it with daddy. Right. There's few things in life, but yes. that's one of them. One of the pleasures. You can't fake it. You always like. So I'm it. looking forward to that. Um, I've been watching shit tons of stuff lately, but that's not important right now. Let's get into this mess since uh, we we we've already talked uh, everybody's ear off for the last yeah. We're 40 actually minutes. doing Indiana Jones uh, last Indiana Jones movie, the original trilogy. Yeah, uh, we'll be touching where Crystal's, they should have stopped. That's where they should have stopped, and we'll explain why in August when we talk about Crystal Skull. 
Well, yeah, and, and there's even more than that. I think by the time Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull came out, I think he was just too old. He was already old. I mean, he was what, in his mid he was like 50 when Definitely he made this in movie. his late 50s. Yeah. It, it, I'm talking about in this movie. In this movie, Crusade. he's in his, his 70s. No, I'm talking Last Crusade. The one that we're Oh, Last now. Crusade. Yeah, he was he was old. I don't know how old he was at the time. Let's see how old I had it, but I don't I I made a mistake. I uh forgot to send myself the write-up this week, so I'm going to try to do it on the fly. But That's all right. So he's 80 years old right now. Yeah. Crusade was 89 if I'm yeah, uh, Crusade was, of course it doesn't tell me, but I'm pretty sure it's 89. Not yeah, 89, 89. Last Crusade was 89, so that was... How the hell did I manage to do this? That's all right. So that was, what, 30, 34 years ago? May 24th, 1989. So, so Memorial Day weekend, just like uh, Temple of Doom was. Yeah, so that was 34 years ago, so... You take 34 from 80, so he was 46. Okay. Yeah. That sounds about right. And by the time he did Crystal Skull, he was in his late 50s, maybe even early 60s. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, he was looking old. Yes. And I kind of, you know, kind of felt like at the time that was when uh, what's-his-name was coming off of Transformers, so he was like a big sale Shia back LaBeouf. then. Shia yes, LaBeouf. that would have been 2009, 2010, so yeah, that would have definitely add 20 years to Jen, to Harrison Ford. Yeah, so you're looking 66. 60, 66, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, he, a, and he filmed this one while he was like 78, 79. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I don't know how he's got the energy to do it, but... Why would he want to? Like, he's already a multi-multi-millionaire. It's like just... Well, I I don't know if we ever discussed the Does he have whole like four divorces or something, or he's paying off. Yeah, hold on. Let let's let, let me do as best of a That's rundown fine. as can, I can here. Can, you know, I think it's important to notice that Indiana Jones. Oh, this was great down in Disney World. Mm-hmm. While I'm delaying for you, um, they have the Indiana in Hollywood series. They have the Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular. Right, it's been there since. <laughs> Freaking! I think Indiana uh, Studios opened back in like the '80s, and it's in three parts. It's based off of Raiders of the Lost Ark. The first part, and it's like this big auditorium, big set. First part is the whole. Uh, I think it's uh, Mayan. Is it Mayan? Where he goes? It was South America. South America. He gets the uh, little little. Could have been Incan. Yeah, Mayan. something. It, it, they're all the same. You know, he's. He's uh, doing the white privilege thing of going and taking an artifact that is in some booby trap tunnel that nobody's ever going to see because that's what you do. Right. Uh, rather than display it for other people to learn about civilization and history so you don't repeat the same mistakes, but, you know, whatever. So that is the first scene where he take, gets a little idle guy and a big ball goes after him. Then it splits apart and they do the whole fight scene. Uh, and I think Cairo, when they do the fight scene, yes. you know, that's that. I believe it's Cairo. And then the last scene is the whole airplane Nazi scene you know, where he's right, fighting. Right, right. I actually have seen that. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I, it, it's been that long that it's been around. Because so, I know I haven't been to Disney in, oh, shit, um, at least 17 years yeah, at least. So, I mean, and I don't think I saw it that time. I think I saw it the time, the time before. before. So Hero loves it. He saw it for his first time back in Thanksgiving, so he wanted to see it again. We go there, wait, 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 get a good seat and all that. Mm-hmm. They come out. 
yeah, there's going to be some weather on the horizon, so we can only do the first part of the show. <laughs> what? The first part of the show lasted like six minutes. And they're like, thanks for coming, everybody. <laughs> what a bunch of shit. <laughs> like, what is this weather bullshit? It, it didn't rain. It didn't rain either. Didn't I'm sure it didn't. You this know? is just nonsense. Yeah. Somebody didn't show up. Yeah, someone didn't show up or there was a fight The back. big Nazi didn't show up <laughs> the today. big Nazi. <laughs> so we can't do the second half of the show, guys. Sorry. Yeah. Pat Roach stayed home. Pat Roach. All right, what do we got there? You got it? Uh, pretty much. He, the first weekend it came out was Memorial Day weekend. Um, it made $29.3 million, which was good enough for first on the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let me see if I can get the other movies in the top ten. It didn't. Nothing else came out that week in the top ten, but uh, you had See No Evil, Hear No Evil, a Field of Dreams, Roadhouse, which is in our suppository, mm-hmm. Pink Cadillac, which is that Clint Eastwood pile of shit, mm-hmm. uh, K9, Pet Cemetery, which is also in our uh, suppository, yes, um, Major League, Rain Man, something called Scandal, and in number eleven was Beaches, then Say Anything. Say anything. Wow. That's a great movie. I, I love that movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Uh Beaches, I I love that movie too, but I know you can't fucking stand it. But that's that's a pretty powerful uh list of uh movies right there. It's amazing when you go back and you you know all these movies that you loved as a kid, and then you go back and you look at the the movie list and you see like four or five of them. Yeah, out the, in the, the same, same weekend. And That's it's even like, remotely close to these days, dude. No, dude. I couldn't. I don't even know if I could name three movies out right no. now. I can name two The Flash and Elemental. Elemental, because everybody's been bitching about how woke it is, mm-hmm. including my daughter who saw it and told me how woke it was. Great. And uh, Flash, which was a huge disappointment. And I want. And, th- and instead of looking at the facts. Being that, you know, this asshole is a sexual predator. Ezra. Alleg- allegedly a the, sexual predator. The guy who plays the Flash. Yes. Right? Who has beaten, you know, has had accusations of beating minors mm-hmm. and being sexually involved with minors and not taking any of that into effect on how it account- how it accounts for how badly Flash did. Because I'll be honest with you. I would have. I was thinking about going to see it just because they, they've got you know Ben Affleck. They got fucking uh, Michael Keaton as Batman. They got Nick Cage. Nick Cage as mm. Superman. Yeah. I mean, they've got like so many cool ass cameos in this movie, and they even bringing in Clooney. Yeah. For Batman, and it's just like I kind of wanted to see it, but yeah. I I'm just not going to give them any money. Yeah. I'm not going to give any money to Ezra Miller. Yeah. Because he's a piece of garbage. He's a piece of shit. And I don't want him back for another yeah. movie. Get rid of his ass and I'll go see a Flash movie. Mm-hmm. And they don't get it because they, apparently they were going to put out another Michael Keaton movie uh, where it was like Brave and the Bold or something like that. One of the you know offshoots of the Batman. I would love for that. And I would love. I would. I would be mind. first in fucking line yes, to see. Yes, I'd be second. And line. I guarantee you, there would be. It would sell. It'd be absurd. Really, what really well, especially if it's done well. Like, right. I mean, obviously, if it's a piece of garbage, then people will see it and they'll they'll shit all over mm-hmm. it. But 
I mean, you you're talking forty years later, and people will still go to the theater to see Batman from '89 or fucking uh, uh, Batman um, Returns. Mm-hmm. Even though a lot of people say that movie's far and you know lesser to the original Batman, they'll go, people would go see either one of those in theaters today. Yes, yes. I mean, they're great movies. It's not Michael Keaton. Trust me. It's fucking Ezra Miller mm-hmm. and his bullshit, and people are tired oh, they're getting of the they-them. They're, they're tired, tired of, of all that nonsense and the pronouns and the well, bullshit. You saw, you saw the, uh, the the whole support for gay marriage is starting to go down again because of all this shit. It's, yeah. it's, the, it's directly and, and related. The, and I don't think that they – well, I don't think it's directly related. I mean, it's I definitely it's directly related to the, the pride the, shit. The pride shit, And yes. it's all mixed in together. And, I, and it's like the problem is, is – I don't want it to go too far the other way because you know how I am. I, I don't care about what people do in their room or their bedroom. And If you want to fucking get married, you can be as miserable as everybody else. I don't really give a shit. I personally don't believe that the government should be involved in marriage. I believe in civil unions. Mm-hmm. And basically a civil union is just a contract between two people. If you want to have a marriage, find a fucking church that will marry you, mm-hmm. and that's a separate thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I know it's semantics. It's a fucking word. Who cares? But it does mean a lot to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So skipping past that, I don't think there is a lot of gay people that are against this bullshit. There are. Yes. There are. I agree. They are coming. And they're they're starting to come out because they're realizing how bad it is getting, how bad the bullshit is getting Mm -hmm. when, okay, this is a perfect example. If you just just wipe every fucking thing else out of your head and think of this. Target has been doing Pride Month for like five, six years yes, now. Yes, they have. Okay? Nobody gave a shit. Nobody said anything mm-hmm. until they started targeting children yep. and started making fucking kids' clothes that, uh, you it know, tucks. tucks your penis so you look like you have a fucking yep. camel toe. Which, by the way... Lots of camel toe on American gladiators. Uh, it was like a fucking hill yeah, of mountain of 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 fucking we'll camel toe. We have to take a look at that. Have to, <laughs> it's, have a, to, it's hard not to see the camel. We we'll have to go back and inspect that. I have to make. I have to verify that claim. Holy hell, dude! It was hard not to see. And then, of course, there was apparently one scene where this one of the chicks, I think it was Ice, lost her top. Oh no! While the show was going on, yeah. but they, you know, you still didn't see anything. Like I said, they, they covered up all the nudity. They covered up all That's, the language. Thanks. The language was really played down. Mm-hmm. You know, there was some, you know, f bombs and stuff. But overall, it was, it was a PG thirteen outing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But so back to the Flash. And then back, so yeah, I mean, everybody's getting really sick of shit. And what happens is like I couldn't tell you a third movie. You go. You look back. You're like, you guys told us you just want to get married. You, you, they're all you're all part of the same. That's what happens. You guys told us all we want to do is get married, and now we're getting testicles removed from six year olds. Yeah, it's it's hard. Expect? It's hard to swallow. Yep, it is. Uh, but I have. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going somewhere with that. <laughs> so you don't want to see the fly. Oh, fuck the fly. Yeah, but I uh, mean, and that's the thing, dude. Like, I maybe I see it when it comes on HBO, but I can I can tell you, like, there's there's uh the last seven movies that came out on the Marvel side, I've pretty much haven't watched them. No, because they're out their ass. You know, it's, and utter it's just ass. like when I have watched it, they ruined fucking I haven't cinema. Liked it. 
Wokeness, I haven't liked it. Wokeness and Marvel ruined cinema. And 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 the problem is because of it. Now I have a hard time when I see because in the old days I could see something happen. Like we were talking about with the movie the But I'm a Cheerleader a couple weeks ago. Right. As like you could watch that and yeah it gets a little preachy but you you don't I didn't I never felt like I was being preached to whereas I can watch a kids cartoon now oh my god and I feel like every other fucking sentence is some kind of nail that's just supposed to like point me in the right direction yeah. because obviously I'm doing the wrong thing so whatever man let's fucking who cares i mean <laughs> We're, I guarantee you we're 45 minutes in. 50, we haven't even gotten to the goddamn minutes, movie yet. 52 fucking minutes. Holy shit. Okay, so it did pretty well. How about we say that? Uh, let me. I, I'll get the yearly total real quick. Why don't you start talking? Um, I struggle. Well, we watched this movie on Monday night because we had time. Mm-hmm. And normally I don't drink during the week. Well, this was vacation. I didn't even consider it. I was like. Okay, it's still extended. I'll just drink. So just well, when you're on vacation, there is no week. There is no week. You have cocktails. It's like cocktails. We're watching. It was this. number two on the year. Number two of the year. Who yeah, was, was 197. Number one? number one was Batman. 1989. <laughs> yeah. Batman yeah, was the sense. number one movie of all time yeah. for almost a decade. Till Titanic, right? Was it Titanic? Yeah, Titanic yeah. is the one that took it. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade made 197.1 million and was good enough for number 2 on the year. I struggle with this with if this is my favorite indie movie or if Raiders of Law uh, is my favorite indie movie. And with that being said, as I said in the past, when I originally when we originally covered Raiders like 3 years ago, 4 years ago, like these movies are my top 10 movies right. without a doubt. Um I've said it several times. I struggle with like which one of these is my favorite movie. Um, I do not. I, I know because Temple is your favorite movie. Temple's my favorite. Raiders is my second. This is a far third. Far third. Uh, so and it's not a bad movie, but there's a lot to talk about. But go ahead. There's a lot to talk about. You have, I'll let you, uh, you know, you spit have, shine it for a couple minutes. And you have, you have Harrison it. Ford returning as Indiana Jones, right. of course. Uh, you have Sean Connery, massive. Massive. I know some of the younger people don't aren't, aren't really aware of Sean Connery. He was a huge get. James Bond. At yeah, that point, mad. 1989, he was a huge get. He would have been finishing up his run as James Bond. Well, he uh, was finished for about, about a decade or two. Maybe had, had, 15 years at that point because you had Roger Moore. Or Roger Moore, yeah. And then you Pierce had Brosnan, Timothy Dalton, Dalton was the one that was in there Was it? Yeah, around at time. this time. Was it really? Was yeah. it? Okay. Maybe he was. He had one movie in ninety one and one in ninety three. Okay. Those are my favorite two. Those are those are good. Uh, Looks could kill, and I can't remember the uh, other one. Those were those were they were they were done well. So you had that uh, dynamic. Um, was there any other major stars in this movie? No, I mean just the other repeat characters like Jonathan Rhys oh, yeah. Davies yeah. and. Um, uh, Marcus, I can't think of his real name because I don't have my notes. That's okay. Um, Elise was a no-name person. Yeah. I mean, she was hot. She was. I was going to say she was probably the most attractive of definitely all. the most attractive of the first three movies. Yes. Um, yes. I hated the chick from the well, second yeah. one, Kate, Kate Upshaw. We we talked about yeah. that a lot because she was just an annoying character, mm-hmm. and that is why I hate Sean Connery in this movie. 
because of uh, he's just an annoying character. Yeah, I can, I can, I can see the character being, and he portrayed the character. You know. Oh, he did a great job. Up, I'm not, mean, I'm not shitting on his acting. I think it makes it makes. I, his, I'd be shitting on his writing. I, I think, yeah. Uh, so this movie, there's a couple things that I, there's a few things I really like about it. Uh, I like the fact that it tells a story about a father and a son. I like the fact that it provides a backstory for Indy uh, with River Phoenix playing the young Indiana Jones. Yeah, replaced uh, by Jason Patrick in the young Indiana, Indiana, jo- Jones. Young Indiana Jones yes. uh, series that was on TV. Correct. So I thought that was a nice... Jason Patrick from Lost Boys, which I believe is in our suppository. Suppository, correct. Um, you know, how he got the hit, uh, how he got the, the hat, the whip... Yeah, I, I when he, that whole he got the thing on the chin yes. from a car accident in real life, but they played it in yes. to the story. With the, with the whip, you right. know, when he went, I, which I, was cool. I thought the whole first scene was great, too. Like yeah, just yeah. The, the, the plane. Um, oh, I, I really, well, once again, why do you need the fat, stupid character in there? It didn't make much sense to me. Um, you know, the. the I don't know. I, I just, I guess the one thing about Indiana Jones. And and this is endearing about any adventure movie, any movie you have to put together, you, especially very like movies that have really uh, a bit of heaviness to it, right? Uh, a bit of intelligence to it is you need to have a lot of levity, a I lot agree. of levity. And this and Indiana Jones, but I think you got that from the everything. Well, what I was going to say was the um, well, obviously he gets his fedora from the the main guy, but then you had the young guy. He was an idiot. Yes. Like the young bad guy who was trying to get the cross back. He was kind of a moron. I think that that could have been leveraged for, you know, the comedy that you were trying to get in that scene. And there was enough comedy in that scene where it. I, I did find it weird how he goes from, you know, it's just a snake, who cares, to like 10 minutes later he, he's mortified by the fact mm-hmm. that he's, you know, even around the snake, mm-hmm. and then of course, you know, he falls into the the bin of snakes or whatever. The, mm-hmm. Why the hell there's that many snakes on a fucking train? I have no idea. Because there is. That's that's I think that's Indiana Jones's uh, hallmark. Oh sure, it's the snakes. Sure, gotta have snakes everywhere. You know, but then they they have to give his father the same. You know, there was there was rats. Oh, you yeah, wouldn't yeah. have liked rats. <laughs> Which, by the way, the rat scene is awesome. It's a great scene. It's and, awesome, and but the, the whole the whole backstory is my favorite backstory out of all of them. The well, search for the cup of Christ, of, and as you course. know, I'm a Christian, and you know, but I'm not a, in your face Christian. Sure, I appreciate the history of it too. I I, I think all Indiana Jones, well, I Ra- like the, Raiders and Last Crusade have that Christian, that historical Christian theming to it. True, but I think that one thing that Indiana Jones has always done really well is include history into the movie, into the storyline itself. Yes. Now, obviously, they fabricate certain pieces and other pieces are real, but they do it in a way that, that's brilliant. I mean, the, the writers on this is Steven Spielberg and, yeah. and uh, uh, George Lucas. I mean, they're not going to... They're very good directors are, and, very, and, and pretty good writers. I mean, yeah. obviously, they didn't write the the uh, speaking parts because George Lucas can't write dialogue, worth dialogue worth of shit. Exactly. Uh, so, so I'm just looking through my notes. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. Oh, no, Go ahead. Bunch, I, I had a bunch of notes and I, I 
didn't send them. I'm, oh. I feel like an idiot this week. <laughs> it's all right. So, but they, I mean, they had right right amount of levity. You know, you had the the librarian with the stamp. Yeah, you that was one. that was a great scene what? too. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that it, this movie doesn't have a shit ton of great scenes because it does. It's almost scene after scene that's really great. My favorite line in any Indiana Jones movie: "No ticket." Oh, no. That's that's the best fucking yeah, line. It's just so simple. Yes, and everybody's waving their fucking ticket real quick. Yeah. That line is just so simple, and it's funny as shit. There's some really solid lines in this movie. Yeah, I think my favorite line, quite possibly of any movie ever, was when Marcus, when Indy's telling Marcus about what they're about to do. And Marcus is said he says like the the uh, search for the cup of Christ is the search for the divine all of us. I think that has a lot of. Uh, well, that's not a comedic line. No, it's I not. Mean. No, no. Well, I'm saying it's not comedic, <laughs> but I think it's like it, it kind of can draw non Christians in too because it's like what are you searching for? You know, it could be divinity. Divinity. You know, it's like. But they were kind of doing the same thing in the first one too. They were. The Ark of the I think that that's. That's probably why I liked Temple of Doom so much. Like you said before, like we've said multiple times last week, uh, you know, it was a lot more of a horror movie and you're going, you're not, I don't mind the Christian part of it, don't get me wrong, but what I'm saying is they went in a different direction yeah. with a different religion yes. and they they played up the evils of that religion, mm-hmm. obviously. They boosted it up to like 100, mm-hmm. but... um they still had enough of the history of it that it was you could walk away and sit there and say, is that true or is that not true? I'm not sure what parts of this is true. I mean, obviously the magic and the fucking heart thing is bullshit. Now, the same thing with with this one. You're watching it and it's like, you know what? This is is fucking Goonies with adults. You know, I love fucking Goonies. Yes. You know, but... It is Goonies with adults. It's it's the X never marks the spot, and there's a big huge <laughs> X on the floor. <laughs> it's that's I mean again that's the com the comedy that it was making out with Elise and, and you know he looks up he's like ah oh, yeah Venice Venice and then and then he ex- after he gets captured he's explaining how Marcus is going to disappear. How <laughs> <laughs> does anybody a, speak English around here? And they <laughs> it's just I like Jonathan Reyes Davies. I like Marcus. Mm. Uh, I love Indy. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, at least it's the hottest one of all. Mm-hmm. I, the scene where he walks into Hitler and is like, holy hell, that's, <laughs> that in is of itself is hilarious. Great scene. He, you know, I mean, granted, it, 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 you, it wasn't intentional, but he ends up getting a signature yeah. from Adolf yeah. Hitler in his yeah. father's diary. It's just a weird, weird thing to happen. It, um, it, the one scene where uh, he's like, "What's that? Oh, that's a picture of the Ark of the Covenant." You sure? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's those little subtleties that you don't, you know. Uh, I, I loved all that stuff. Yeah, man. It's, I hated Sean Connery's fucking character. Yeah, in he, this had a, movie. he had a good scene when he's like when it, when they're in the plane. And he sh- he's shooting the other the uh, and <laughs> yeah, he shoots and he the shoots tail the out. Tail. <laughs> but that's just son. Like, uh, I just, they got us. They got us, son. <laughs> it's not. I didn't even hate his lines. I just okay. Other than the scene where he slaps Indy for 
Um, Saying the Lord's name in vain. Right. Other than that, I just I hated him as a father. He that was the all. problem I had. Yeah. I hated him as a father. You weren't there. His his mother dies. Mm-hmm. He needs he a parent. He wasn't there. Yeah. And you are obsessed with your own bullshit, mm-hmm. and then you want to play that off. And 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 obviously he's thought about this, mm-hmm. and he's done this in his head where he's like. Well, I just I just let you on your own because I thought you would be better off being independent and and blah blah blah. It's you, like, dude, what are you talking about? He needed somebody. Are you supposed to like him though? And do you think at the end there's some sort of resolution where I think he realizes he screwed up? I think that the problem is that Andy didn't care. You know, he loved his father. Mm-hmm. He wanted to do his father well. I mean, that's and he never really the whole Zeppelin scene. When they're sitting down to talk to each other, he's like, "Well, talk." Well, yeah, yeah, but he, he's in a situation where there's no way he could. You, how do you unload yeah. f- basically forty years of? Well, yeah, forty years of of bullshit. I think that was part of the storyline. I get what you're saying though, because he is a loathsome father. Like even when he was River Phoenix, you know, and he's like, "Dad, I found." It's like you know, first say the alphabet, right? And then he says what in Latin? Count to ten. To, to calm yourself. It yeah. was count to 10, and yeah. he starts doing it, and then he's like, no, count to 10 in uh, Latin. Latin. Latin yeah. And, yeah, I, I get having a lesson for your kid, but to the fact that you're more engrossed in your own self yeah. than your child, to me, doesn't work. I, I agree. I, I hate I, it. I agree, too. I'm and that, that made me get to a point where I hated the character so much that it's like he's doing goofy stuff, and it's like, okay, I'm not – I can't – hate this guy and watch him do goofy stuff and laugh at him because mm-hmm. I mean you know okay. he's going to shoo all the birds up mm-hmm. so it takes down the plane it's goofy yeah it's goofy okay and it's it's kind of a, it's a cool concept granted I like I said I didn't even mind the concepts behind it I just hated him so much that I had a hard time mm-hmm. first off giving a fuck that he's dying at the end I mean the only reason that you care that he's dying well the only reason that I care that he's dying at the end is because it's hurting Indy that's mm-hmm. the only reason yeah, a little but bit then of- even beyond that like he's got to he's got to be the smartest guy in the room oh you know repeating the the words back from the the Penitent diary man. and Penitent man Penitent man, man. it's like I, I didn't like any of that I I kind of got it from the indie side but the fact that he's sitting there saying it too it's like dude not everything is about you go fuck yourself your son is a some stories about redemption now i think there's a couple redemptive scenes in there he Uh, never was redemptive there is one scene in there when uh the funny scenes when the the tank goes over the cliff and the one guy like (laughs) it is kind of goofy when they show the tank going down and they have like a dummy attached to like the turret (laughs) (laughs) And he's still flop around like <laughs> I loved it. But like I uh, loved it. And then he's like when, he's all upset because his son yeah, is dead. It's, uh, I thought it's I lost like, your boy. But that's not even about Indy. It's, it's about, about his I, yeah, loss. I you're saying, but you actually see some emotion from him. Like I get, I get really. what you're saying. He I, is talking more about his loss okay. than, you know, how could I have not been there for Indy? He never I mean, he says there were so many things I had to say to him. Mm-hmm. That's it. But does that? What does that mean mm-hmm. in the long run? Because everything that you've ever said to him was some kind of lesson. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need a lesson. He needed love from his father, and he didn't get it. Yeah, I agree with and that. that. And, and that's, that's why I just because it, it's 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 like you said. I mean, if he wasn't 
I guess if he wasn't a prick, Indiana Jones would not be as successful as he was. Mm-hmm. I, I understand that. And I understand the, the, the dynamic between the two characters. And I get that. And I guess the problem is, is because I w- grew up in the 1980s and I had a father who I knew he loved me, mm-hmm. but he wasn't. I don't want to say he wasn't there because he was, mm-hmm. but he was kind of absentee more than he was there. My dad was the same way in a lot of those years. I mean, and he was busting his, he was working all the time. I, and I get that, yeah. but it was kind of like, okay, I would much rather have you here yeah. than have a video game or whatever yeah. the hell it I is. I get what you're saying, and I can understand why you're projecting that onto Sean Connery's character because he's the same way, if not, <coughs> it's not, if not amplified. Oh, he's much more amplified. Yeah. Now, now, the only problem is, of course, like I said, I grew up in the 80s. This was taking place in, in you know, 1916, which fathers didn't have relationships with their kids. They just didn't. What do you mean, mean, when he was young, when he was River Phoenix. Right, right. right. Not, not during this because the Nazis didn't exist in Well, they, they just didn't even, they didn't even acknowledge them yeah. as people. Right. Fathers were there to pay the bills. They yeah. would go to work and they would come home and you didn't talk in front of them and you didn't say anything. Shit. And you better, you know, if you, you say something out of turn, you're getting get one upside your head. And the problem is, is when I watch this movie the first time in 1989, I didn't have that knowledge. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was like back then for a parent and a child. And it's always kind of, it, it dirtied the water. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's, that's the problem with it. That's that, you know, I could never, even watching it now, I was like, I, I, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to wipe out my memory of it. I'm just going to watch it and I'm going to go with it. And I still couldn't get past it. Hmm. There's still too much of my internal struggles that make me have a hard time with that character. Gotcha. So I don't know. The movies. I mean, obviously, everybody who hasn't seen it, go see it. Right, it's great. I'm, I mean, we're I'm nitpicking the fuck out of this movie. That's and fine. You it's nitpick great. About, other than that, did you didn't make a point this out. Something else to nitpick about is when they go down to the tunnels, the petroleum. Mm-hmm. How he's got the torch, and like little parts of the torch are falling down. Yeah, the petroleum. Nothing happens. Yeah, but Captain Superhands, the, the biggest hands in the world, <laughs> drops a match. <laughs> I know. I know, and it blows everything. That's a up. great. That's a. It's just the scenery in this. It's just. It's beautiful. I. I just. I. I could. I don't know. I could watch it again this weekend. It right. never. It never gets old to me. It never gets old. And I like the question. Like the 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 allusion to eternal life. Is it really worth it? You know what is eternal? Go go gonna go insane. I thought the villains in this were played really well. Like the the main guy. Uh, the the businessman or the Nazi? The businessman. Because, I, I mean, I think both characters are pretty good. Yeah. Like, the villain's making. He's not. You can tell that he's like the villain that is after the glory, the eternal life. He's a Nazi, but he's, like, sold on something else. Almost yeah. like the first, like, the villain in Indiana Jones, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. You had the Nazi, and then you had the guys in the history, and then, the, the, you know, the... the well, she was she was a Nazi, but she yeah. was definitely more into it for the history. Yes, um, oh, and just that's like your father. And that was Get another boy. <laughs> that was another pairing that I had some difficulty with was her and Indy. I mean, first off, obviously she sleeps with the father, 
then she sleeps with the son. That's kind of ick. Get as a schoolboy. But, um, you know, getting past that, she was... There was scenes where it, it almost felt like there was like some kind of passion between the two of them. Mm-hmm. But then most scenes, it was kind of like, in the back of your mind, you're just like, she's just using him. She's just oh, using him. Obvious, she's yeah. using, you know, the father the and, and the son. And it's kind of, you know, he, on the other hand, once again, falls head over heels mm-hmm. in love with this woman where it's like, dude, every time you sleep with somebody doesn't mean that you need to spend the rest of your life with them. I mean, it, it's yeah. it's mind blowing. Mind blowing how easy manipulated is he is, especially when you teach a college class and every single oh, girl in the college class crying. is hot and creaming in their fucking jeans. Yes, as if it was like 105 degrees outside. Holy <laughs> shit, dude! Like they're all good looking and they're all throwing themselves at them. Yeah. Well, I like you know how absurd, like, kind of nitpicking is like when they when the rooms are ransacked at Venice. And she's like, what, what are they looking for? And he whips out his father's book. And as soon as he whips out his father's book, he throws the pussy at her. <laughs> throws the pussy at her. Yeah. It, it, she was a very obvious <laughs> villain. Villain. It, it wasn't a surprise. No. And then the father is just like, she's a Nazi. She's a Nazi. <laughs> no, it's great. I like that scene. Don't listen to her. Don't do it. She's a Nazi. <laughs> she's one of them. She's one of them. And he's just like. You don't know what you're talking about, old man. <laughs> I just tasted that pussy. It's good. <laughs> Throws down the gun. Of course he did, because he's Indiana Jones. It's like, <laughs> y- y- you know, drop hey, trowel on everything. Hey, he's always had a weakness for women. It's re- yes. It's, it's part of his. It's part of his. Gear, like, get up, man. Always had a weakness for women. But, but then you Sean don't. Connery but there was no the con- around in James Bond. But he he never continues a relationship though. No, that's one of the issues. You know, as another thing, like you just brought up James Bond. Mm-hmm. The arc, the Timothy Dalton arc is a is a love story mm-hmm. that when you look at those two or three movies that he did during that period of time, it's a love story. He gets married and they kill his wife mm-hmm. and he goes out for revenge in the, in the second or third one. I can't remember if there's two or three. I think it was two with him. I think it was two also. Because Pierce Brosnan came in, which I hated him. I fucking hated him. I, I didn't. You had a British guy who looks like James Bond should look like, mm-hmm. and you replace him with an American that everybody wants it. We all wanted him to do it. it was Why? Great. Because he was Remington Steele. Great and Tommy Boy. Pierce Bronson and Tommy was Boy? In, was he in Tommy Boy? No. Who was that then? That was uh, fucking um, Rob Lowe. Rob, Rob Lowe, that's right. Rob Lowe. Of Pierce Bronson was a bad guy in something. Which Pierce Bronson, yeah, he was probably a bad guy in a couple things. Let's see. What else do I have notes on? Do, 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 I think I covered every, the, some of the, the major major things. Didn't we do him in, in that fucking Peak movie? Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak. Did we peak? do Dante's Peak? I don't remember if we did that movie or not. That movie is horrible. <laughs> I don't know if we did it either, man. I think we did. We did a, a several disaster movies. Yeah, we did a bunch of them in a row. Check it out if you haven't listened to them. But let uh, us know if we did it or not. Yeah, I I have a list, but I don't have the list with me this week, of course, because I don't have my notes this week. That's okay. I'm an asshole. Um, I don't know. I don't. It's not popping up. It's not popping up that we did it. I could be wrong. 
He's played he recently he's played a bad guy a couple times. Um hmm. the uh I don't know. There's a couple movies that have just come out and he's got a series coming out on Netflix in like a week or two. Oh, he does? Yeah, where it's kind of like a family of spies or some bullshit. I don't I don't remember. I just saw the uh I think I watched the trailer for it, but I don't I don't really remember anything about it. It looks like it's going to be a comedy. Perry, what was he in? Oh, I also watched Fubar. How was that? It was better than I thought it would That's be. That's with Schwarzenegger, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was I was expecting it to be crap and I was expecting a lot of uh, you know, the 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 generic um, you know, woke bullshit. Because, uh, you know, the, they had that one chick in it that that's, uh, she's a lesbian, the one with the, the short uh, white, uh, blonde hair. She played a man in another Netflix movie. She did? Yes, she played a father in another Netflix movie where it was like... I thought Anne Hash died. No, 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 no. This is... I, she's she's a heavyset woman. I don't, I don't remember her real name, but... Um, I remember that she was in another movie not too long ago, the one where uh, the guy date uh, he starts dating this woman who has the the kid was the son of the devil, and she plays the next door neighbor, and the whole time you're just supposed to not acknowledge the fact that she's a woman because she's playing a man who's a father with two kids. And I'm like, this is, uh, I, I can't do it. I can't do it, guys. I can't do it. Yeah. I mean, I don't care how funny she is. I don't care if she's not funny. Whatever. I just can't do it. So I was expecting this to be very woke. And it yeah. really, I mean, there's, there's a couple little things here and there. Mm-hmm. But overall, it's really good. Scott Thompson from The Kids in the Hall is in it. Oh, really? He Jeez. plays the shrink. Holy crap. He's, he's got some of the best scenes in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's not a movie. It's a series. It's eight hours long. Um, have mm-hmm. fun. If you watch it, but uh, it's it's pretty good. Unfortunately, they leave it in a way where you can see that they're going to have a second season, and it's kind of like I have already determined I'm not going they're to like the it. second season. Okay, like the first season I really liked. The second season, it, I don't want to give anything away, but the way that they ended, it's kind of like oh, ew. Okay, I really don't want you to do that, and that's no. what you're going to do. Oh, great. So I'll it, watch American Gladiators instead. Eh, you can watch them both, man. They're not they're not bad. And there's a lot of cool like you know fight scenes. There's tons and tons of violence, tons of fight scenes. Um, no nudity, which is fine. But uh, there's I'm trying to think. Um, lots of language. Mm-hmm. But but Schwarzenegger is like against language. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like a running joke oh, yeah. through the whole thing. He doesn't like language. Yeah, he doesn't like bad language. No. And so they I think he went he, the other day like one day he he uh hit his toe on the wall or something like that and he's like fluffing wall or something to uh. that effect where he like and and every time they go to drop an F bomb, he he they say fluff instead of that. Uh. It, it comes a running joke. It's not as bad as it sounds. Okay. It's not as bad as it sounds. It's funny. Funny. Um overall the show, you know, was 
you know, I'd, I'd give it like a B minus or something okay. like that. It's not, not bad. If I you know, I, the watch. American Gladiator is probably about a B plus type okay. thing. So. And Dark Side of the, the Ring series so far. <laughs> Dark Side of the Ring is a great series. Been great, yeah. I have not seen – I've seen maybe one or two over the four seasons that I was just uh, like, eh. Yeah, I thought the Candino was good. Magnum was good. They got very much into <sighs> – I hate when they do this, but I understand that they kind of have to because it was Junkyard Dog. Uh, the they brought stuff. on a bunch of other black wrestlers, yeah. and it becomes very much about race. Yeah. And it's like, okay, guys, uh, I get it, yeah. but this is supposed to be about him, and yeah. I know that he did a lot to help, but yes. you don't need to – this is not now. It's exactly. That was then. Yes. This is now. Let's acknowledge, you know, his problems or whatever the fuck. Who cares? Anyway, right. let's give this let's give this thing a rating. All of you. All me. Uh, I'm going to give this, I guess, a seven and a half. I mean, like I said, it's it's my least favorite of the first three. Um, but, it, it, dude, it's still a great movie. Yeah. I mean, it, it's easy enough I could give it an eight and a half. I'd give it closer to a nine, nine and a half if the Sean Connery character wasn't so right. offensive to me. Right. Um, personally, not offensive as in any other way, just offensive to me. I didn't like the character. Mm. I didn't like Sean Connery being a nerd. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, yeah. There's just he did it fine, but I just didn't like a lot about. I understand. That. Um, and and it and it doesn't. And if he's a bookworm, and why isn't his son a a bookworm too? Yeah. It it just it kind of I don't know whatever fuck it. But I'm just gonna say seven and a half. And I'm gonna listen to your nine and a half ten. I want to give it a ten. Yeah, that's what I figured. So, so. it's it's not it's not a <laughs> not not questioning that. Yeah. I mean, I think you're right. Uh, it, it, most people are gonna rate it like eight. I agree. Eight and a eight, half to ten. Nine, I agree. I agree. You know, that. I mean, that's where they're going to range that. Absolutely. So next week uh, is is our first week of July, and uh, with that, as we announced Sci-fi a couple weeks ago, Sci July, Sci-fi July, and with it, we're going to be doing back to back episodes of Judge Dread, Judge Dread, starring Sylvester Sloan, the '90s, and then Dread. From the 2000s, 210? 214, I think. 2014, yeah, okay. I know it's somewhere around there. That's great. So, the 20 teens, The 20 teens. So we'll be back next week with Sci-Fi July. Bye-bye.